Buff Nation. Let's go. Let's you. go. There it is. <laughs> that familiar sound. <laughs> what is up, Unc? Welcome back into DMVR Buffs uh, Primetime, or I guess the DMVR pregame show. We're yeah. all here. We're all together. And we are presented by Prize Picks, uh, Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Use promo code DMVR for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. What is up, boys? New presenting sponsor just dropped. Let's yeah. go. Unk, what is up, man? How are you? Man, it is all good and hood. Hey, man, let me just start right here. I miss you guys, man. Miss you too. It's only miss been you like too, 10 days, but I miss you guys. Couldn't agree more, man. And it definitely feels like it's been more than 10 days. If that's actually true, it's going to be scary because we're just getting started <laughs> in this offseason. Well, you know, that's going to be the motivating factor for me to get back to Boulder early and often is to kick it with my guys, man. Yes, sir. I love it. Hopefully, uh, you haven't been causing as much trouble out there as this guy's been causing out here with opposing fan bases. (laughs) You know, as much as I would love to live up to that standard, I cannot compete, man. I I don't conduct visitor bands. I don't take down banners (laughs) at frat houses. (laughs) Of of, of, uh, opponent coaches' wives. Like, RK is the king, man. All right, all right. Let me just clear some things up here. One. Kim Norvell showed up in my mentions. Yep. All I did was just share what was happening to the masses. Like, there's no, there's no world in which that just happens, and I just like scroll by and just move on. Like, <laughs> I had to let the people know. I was like, look, look at what is happening right now. This is insane. Uh, and then yesterday, you know, you got Nebraska fans running their mouths. Yes. Uh, talking about how Will Shepard is nothing special, and so I had to point out that if Will Shepard just has an average season for him, he will end up with numbers that would have made him the best receiver in Nebraska history. <laughs> yeah, and you're not wrong at all. <laughs> but like literally by t- yards and touchdowns, if he just does what he's done the last three years, which he's going to do more, mm-hmm. I guarantee it. Uh, if he just does what he's done the last three years, he would literally end with more, more receiving yards and more receiving touchdowns than the leader of all time in Nebraska's history. Terrible program. You know, the receiver last year had 300 and something yards. Yeah, they don't know how the Ford pass works. When they when they saw Will Shepard's stats, arcade you shared with them, they sat there like that dog in that burning room saying, this is fine. This is just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, meanwhile, they missed out on McCord. They missed out on Fleming. Um, And they are con- convinced they're getting Dylan Raiola, which they still may, but man, if that one comes oh, back around. That one, he pulls the rug out from under that. <laughs> it's going to be a great weekend. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, I need to get your guys' thoughts on the Kim Norvell thing, though. You set the world on blaze and then just le- left us <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I, I did. Um, that was insane. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, my real take on it is that oh, a couple things. One, Guess what? It's personal again next year. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, we all got the bookmarks. We've got the screenshots. We've got it all. Like That's not going away between mm-hmm. now and next September. The second thing is like, come on. Like, really? That is how you are going to act online as, uh, I mean, call it like it is, a representative of the university. Like, yeah. you know, like, um, not that she's anywhere in this class, but like, the wife of the president is the first lady. She is a yeah. representation of the country, yeah. right? Well, the the wife of the coach is the first lady of that program. Like she's a representative of the program. She doesn't 
she doesn't just like get to pop off like a random fan like she has to conduct herself in a certain way and she absolutely crossed the line um and and then my last thing here is i had so many people responding to me being like um like a 21 year old is not a kid that's a grown-ass man and my only response to that which i didn't actually tweet out was like you must have never met a 21 year old <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like like grown is grown right yeah two is a bit different than your average 21 year old yes but 21 year olds are not grown-ass men i've never no. met a 21 year old who i came away being like yep that's just a regular adult <laughs> yeah. unk your thoughts on the whole thing man well you know uh rk hit a lot of home runs there man so no need to repeat those but i will say you know as a guy who is associate producer of season two of coach prime on amazon i'm glad she's <laughs> watching the documentary and glad everybody else in nebraska is checking it out too because the only way you get that kind of response is that you watch the documentary amen amen so shout but, out to the Norfolk household for watching the documentary man but i think louise had a great point in the comments which is we have much bigger things going on than oh yeah absolutely that. absolutely we do great things going on Great things like a whole new entire offensive line. I mean, we have the Jordan Seaton commitment we haven't asked you about. I guess we'll start there. Just um, your takeaway from seeing Jordan Seaton commit and the effect that this could have on this program. You know, just an, just an, an absolute turnaround. Uh, to use a, a word or phrase often used by Coach Prime, this is tremendous, man. Like this is You're talking about, I don't care what you know about football, how little or how much. There isn't a person in America around the world who watched Colorado football and didn't understand or take away from those games that we needed an improvement in the offensive line. And in a seven day period, you signed seven offensive linemen, uh, two who played together in Indiana, the number one, again, the number one for coach prime and his recruiting staff, you know, coming out of high school, like you can't get any better than that. Uh, I was actually talking with coach prime just yesterday. I said, man, like, like dig this. If the defense stays the same and still gives up big plays every now and then, if special teams doesn't play special, if they still doing what they're doing, just the improvement that number two is going to have in his timing and routes and protection, man, four to five of those games we lost last year, we now win. Mm -hmm. uh, so before we even get into the receivers that have come and the, the defensive players that are coming, that upgrading offensive line is a literal program changer. When you look at going from one to four wins and now potentially going so say from four to eight or even greater wins, phenomenal recruiting class even if you just stop right there i mean he nailed yeah. it he nailed it uh program changing i think you know we'll talk about you know uh seven and seven days um some are saying the magnificent seven <laughs> uh you know like th we'll talk about that for a long time if shador's standing back there with the time that we think he's going to and like we saw it far too few times but if you let that man stand in the pocket and diagnose the defense, he's finding an open receiver. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's on next year. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Well, and then I mean, uh, we kind of referenced the transfers who committed last weekend, uh, all the veterans. I mean, these are guys. Matthew Bedford's a guy who started 40 games in college football. Uh, just having that experience up front in front of the Shador, this offensive line is already better. They could field those five guys right now and already be better than they were last year. And let us not forget that we still have a Tyler Brown out there. You still yeah. have players, you know, from this team uh, that are going to play a significant role in giving us depth and giving us scout team and those kind of things as well. So, 
this exponential transformation of the of uh, the offensive line man is what happened. You have a head coach going through his first year, getting that season done, and immediately addressing the needs. And one of the things I like, Jake and RK and Coach Primus said it, is that last year this time, we had to just kind of fill in some gaps, replace players, get what we could. This time was that the deliberate approach to recruiting and signing guys. And what you also find is we're not getting backups from teams uh, mm -hmm. who didn't play a lot or didn't get a lot of opportunities, any opportunities. You're getting guys that literally have more starters and have game time reps and real production numbers that are transferring to your school. So they know what it's like to be away from home, none of that homesick stuff. They know what it's like the maturity of college football. They've played on TV and that kind of thing. Those are the kind of players you're getting. You're not getting number two and three on a depth chart. You signed number ones from other programs. Amen. That's that's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And one thing that people are saying um, that they're just totally missing is like, oh, this is exactly what they did last year. And it's like, no, no, this is not exactly what they did last year. Last year, they were trying to build a whole team from scratch mm -hmm. out of the transfer portal. Um, and like... I feel like it's only it's because people just don't want Coach Prime to succeed, so they're trying to come up with reasons why he won't in their head. Right. But like we're just completely ignoring that like every other coach, people would be like, Oh yeah, year two, like exactly. that's when you start getting your own thing going. Yep. And people are just like, Oh, we saw what happened already. We've seen this before. <laughs> it's like you 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 get here, he spends basically the whole spring trying to figure out what he has, mm -hmm. realizes it's it's next to nothing. Uh, it says like, okay, we got to just like clear this cupboard. Then we have to refill it. And that, that in itself was a huge challenge. And the fact that they were able to pull that off was impressive. They quadruple the wins from the year before. And in the process, coach prime gets to actually see, okay, we need this. We need that. I need to fill in the gaps here. And so instead of now rebuilding a roster from zero, he's really rebuilding a roster from I don't know, 65, 70% yep. of what he needs. Like, and, and I I wish I just didn't care and didn't notice all the people who just like say this dumb shit. I but know. it it every I'm just like you're purposely just closing your eyes mm -hmm. to what's actually happening. It's here. pure hate. Yes. That's what it is. From pure hosts. Man, you you guys you guys like an orchestra, man. I need that that was just beautiful melody seamlessly woven together there, ending with that crescendo of it's just pure hate because that's all it is. You know, because we're not talking about unintelligent people. We know these people that have intelligence. They're sports yeah. writers. They're good at their careers. Okay, and those people. They yeah. Do, yeah, but they they come with just the negative hate at the end because they don't want to give this guy credit. One thing I've seen before uh, was that COVID season Coach Prime had at Jackson State, which was kind of like this past fall where he got to see what was in the cover and not just from an off-season spring ball kind of thing, but see it doing real games. And when he addressed it, Jackson State went on to not lose a conference game. Now, I'm not sitting here in December saying that we're going to run the table for the next two years in the Big 12 and not lose a conference game. Who knows? We'll see. But the way this thing is structured, giving this guy, this guy being Coach Prime, notice of what he has and needs and giving him the time to go out and get it, which he just did, this team is going to be drastically different and better than it was last year. Um, we still haven't heard officially who the offensive coordinator is going to be. Uh, Coach Prime did on that Zoom you did uh, say that Pat Shermer is probably going to be that. Is there anything, any other insight you can give us on there? No, I, I think that's where where it is. You know, Coach Prime was one of those guys who 
uh, keeps a lot of things close to the vest as he's deliberating on them. Uh, so I'm sure he is still tossing and turning and up here, not physically anguish or anything, but tossing and turning and getting things together. Uh, but he respects and values the relationship that Pat Shermer has with Shadur. He respects and values the knowledge of offense that Pat Shermer has. And right now it's, it's Pat Shermer's. Uh, and you're going to see guys like Coach Pollard uh, and, and Coach Brett Bartolone, guys like that on the offensive staff, to be there to augment it from their OC days. Both of them were former OCs, uh, you know, at Jackson State with Coach Prime. Uh, right now, I think it's it's uh, it's Pat Shermer with the keys to the number two engine. Uh, Coach Prime enjoys that relationship and, and the, the communication that they're able to have, and that's where it is. And I also say this, man, when, you know, when you see these coaching changes happen, and you're also able to watch the documentary and see some behind-the-scenes things a little more in-depth and reach the people, the pregame show, or the well-off media, you, you can see things because you don't see things. And one of the things you don't see in these first three going on now to the fourth, uh, next week, the fourth episode of the documentary, you don't see that chemistry between, you know, Shadour and Sean Lewis. Uh, and so it, it becomes one of those things where it's like a, uh, not a glaring surprise, but it's like, hey, I, I wonder where was that meshing or lack of, but you'll see going forward that Shadour and Shermer, they have a relationship. They have a communication. I think Coach Prime puts a lot of value on that man as it relates to commanding the offense. Can we talk about Will Shepard yet? Is it time? <laughs> can I ask, can I ask like one more question, though? Yes, yes. Uh, Nick Williams has moved on. We have Coach Dancy moving up. Just what can you tell us about Coach Dancy and this opportunity for him? You know, wonderful opportunity for a very deserving guy. You know, this staff is made up of a lot of former head coaches. Uh, Nick, uh, Nick uh, Williams has gone on to Syracuse. Dancy has moved up from an analyst spot on defense you know, to that role, coach, coaching the edge rushers, outside linebackers, the Bucks, whatever you want to call them. Dancy's command and knowledge of defense. You know, fun fact, he played defense at Jackson State, went on to be a head coach at Valley. So he has player uh, references as well. But when you saw this past year, Vincent Dancy sharing an office with Dennis Thurman, always joined at the hip uh, with Charles Kelly, learning the nuance of this defense. He is going to get some production out of these guys, man. Dancy is a hell of a coach. Uh, he knows how to stand up in front of the team and deliver a message. Uh, I think he's a, a, a shining star. His future is bright in coaching and will one day be a D.C. and head coach himself at a Power Five. But I, I think it's going to be, you know, it's one of those things, man, where people hear you say things are going to improve and they act like you're dissing somebody. You know, Nick Williams was a hello coach, wished him well at Syracuse. But this is one of those situations where things get better because someone, you know, was able to move, to move up. Uh, it happened when Coach Prime first got here. You know, we had, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, Pat. Pat was over the D-line. Pat took an opp opportunity in Minnesota, and then you inherit Sal Sinceri, you know. And so here you're losing Nick Williams, but shit, you got Dancy right there in, in the cupboard. It's not going to be a beat miss, man. Dancy's a real warrior. Love it. Love that. <clears throat> Did you watch him play at Jackson State? Yes. You know, he's uh, a few years younger than I am, so I was alumni status watching games and knew him from his prowess out there. And he sort of had the dancey fade then, man. <laughs> oh, man. I, I got to see some pictures. <laughs> I know. I want to see college dancey. All right. Uh, let's move on and talk about the commitments that have come through over the last day. But first, Ooh, good shout out to our friends over at Prize Picks, uh, the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. 
Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, this weekend for the Broncos game, we like Cortland Sutton more on receiving yards. Uh, same with Samaj P. Ryan. And then let's take less on the Jared Goff passing yards. Um, you can all, you do that on football. You got basketball as well. All kinds of good stuff over there on Price Picks. Go to PricePicks.com slash DMVR and use code DMVR. And you can get a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's PricePicks.com slash DMVR and use code DMVR. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Also, shout out to our friends at Game Time. Yeah. What's up? Huh? Wish I had a time machine. I would go back and use this that site for last night Raiders game. Who the hell saw that? Coming? Oh my god, bro! <laughs> Ripping pieces, Brandon Staley. The Chargers are the biggest fucking joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've I've been trying to tell people for years that that franchise will just <laughs> never do anything. Um, also, shout out to friends at Game Time. Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably get. Did you see? The price, the get-in price for the yeah that Nick said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold I've on. never seen ticket prices that low in my entire life. I want to pull it up so I can get the exact numbers on Game Time right now. Uh, Carolina listeners, uh, this is for you right here. Yes, if anyone out there is a uh, Carolina Panthers fan, okay, so this is a little bit higher uh, than what we saw, but still, you can get in for nineteen dollars on Game Time. There you go. That's with fees included. <laughs> you know, they're always going to get you with the fees, um, but. It's insane. Uh, so you got to check out game time because you can get the lowest prices anywhere. Um, whether your team is succeeding and the prices are really high and you want to uh, wait till the last second to get in, or if your team just sucks and you want to go to the game, <laughs> but you'll still get the best deal over at game time. So use the code DNVR over at game time to get $20 off your first ticketing purchase. There you go. All right. It's been uh, a busy few days. Will Shepard was teasing it for a while. He came and visited last weekend. Well, he's made it official as of yet last night. Uh, this guy's one of the best wide receivers in the portal. Was a t- uh, 2023 star recruit. Um, had a hell of a career at Vanderbilt. Was a four-star transfer rating according to 247 Sports. Obviously, Zay's gone. We needed that kind of X. Um, big pro receiver. That's literally exactly what we got in Will Shepard. I am ecstatic about this one. Um, and, you know, it's funny. I saw someone in the comments the other, the other day be like, last year we got too overhyped because you guys were too excited about these players and blah, 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 turn it down. I'm just like, sorry, I can't. Um, Will Shepard is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, Vanderbilt has had kind of a revolving door at quarterback. Yep. Uh, and for him to be able to put up 2,000 yards and 21 touchdowns in three seasons with a revolving door at quarterback shows you just how special this guy is in the SEC. Um, you know, I'm not sure if I'm more impressed by the yards or the touchdowns uh, because they're both just those numbers jump off at you. Uh, and even more so than you go into the film. And I think you said it perfectly yesterday on Twitter. He's the the whole package. Yeah. Size, speed, route running, contested hands. catch, hands. I mean, all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing it all. And so I'm so incredibly excited about him. And when I was excited about Zay last year and Zay, I think, um, man, I would say he played even better uh, than we thought he was going to. Yeah. We had high expectations yeah. for him. Um, I'm even more excited about Will Shepard. That is no slight to Zay. Um, because he's going to be, you know, as we've talked on this show a lot, a top 100 NFL draft yep. pick. Um, but Will Shepard, a little more size, um, 
And just those numbers are just so impressive considering what he's kind of dealt with with the offense there at Vanderbilt. Yeah, well said, brother. Uh, you know, when you look at the Colorado offense of 2023, uh, let's just throw some names out. Shadur Sanders, Travis Hunter, uh, Dylan Edwards, uh, Zay Weaver, Jimmy Horn Jr., Javon Antonio. Uh, the names I just mentioned, you're only losing two. You're losing Javon Antonio, declaring for the draft, and uh, Zay Weaver as well. Well, now you've brought in one receiver who replaces and adds to their numbers. Uh, yeah. So, again, just like with the deliberate going out and getting the deficiency in offensive line uh, corrected, you know the offensive production you were losing with two receivers and with one guy you've replaced, and you still got Jimmy Horn coming back. Uh, and you still got Shadour Sanders now with more time. You still got uh, a, a tight end that you picked up that can block and do routes. So I think we have picked up just as much on the skill positions as offense as we did in the trenches. Absolutely. I'm right there with you, Unc. I think that the skill positions are even better this time uh, now, obviously, than there were at this time last year. But just going into the season, we've got so much explosion. Draylon Miller. Uh, Cam Michael, uh, Alton's going to be fully healthy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, just on Will Shepard, this guy, I mean, he's done it a lot at the SEC. And the thing that you're going to hear people say about him is, oh, Vanderbilt receiver, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, Vanderbilt receiver. That means he was playing against the very best in the SEC yep. every single week. Um, there's crazy highlights of him against Georgia, South Carolina, every team out there. He's one of uh, Vanderbilt's best receivers in the program's history, and this team's been playing football for a long-ass time. 2,000 yards in three seasons is – I mean, he's going to end up with probably over 3,000 yards in his career. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, maybe I'm being a little too high on him right now, but only because there's so many options would be the thing that's stopping him. I mean, Zay, Zay could have had 1,000 yards if he played in the last game, so maybe I'm not crazy to say – that Will Shepard could go for a thousand yards this year. Um, and I, I, one of the things that really stood out to me when I was watching his tape is he really succeeds in the areas that uh, Shador loves to throw to. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that makes it obvious as to why this great scouting staff at Colorado uh, identified Will Shepard as a target and made him a high priority player when they went out and got him, you know, you know that Shador is seeing this stuff too. You know that Coach Prime is seeing this stuff too. And so when they put on the tape and they're like, oh, man, look how well he goes up and gets the fade in the end zone. Mm -hmm. um, look at how well he's running the dig across the middle of the field. Look at the back shoulder fades that he does so well. Like these are all like kind of money plays for Shador. Uh, and so you got a guy who is, in my estimation, a perfect fit uh, for what Shador wants at that X receiver. Hey, let me let me throw something back at that you two guys that you both both mentioned. Uh, uh, RK, you talked about how the fans are saying we're too excited too early about some of these guys. Uh, and then, you know, Jake, you, you talked about him being at, at Vanderbilt. Uh, let me let me say this to, to, to the fans out there. You know, the best indicator of future performance is always past performance. Yep. And this guy has given us numbers and film and tape that we have right. We have just calls to be excited about. Just like what we saw in the Zay Weaver, and it lived up to expectations. I know that Javon Antonio had a couple injury bugs and not really able to get going, but his numbers in film shows you what he can do. And when given the opportunity to do it on Sundays, he's going to do it there as well. And when you talk about Vanderbilt, I know people kind of frown upon a Vanderbilt or even a Missouri in the SEC. But one thing that you have to remember there, 
a lot of times teams say, oh, everybody's going to get up to play Alabama. Everybody's going to get up to play Georgia. Sometimes it works in the reverse. People get up to play Vanderbilt and Mizzou because they want to just kick their asses because they're the bottom of the SEC. So this guy not only was facing SEC talent, you know the guy on the other side was trying to keep Vanderbilt from scoring because yeah. nobody wants Vanderbilt to score him. So if this guy could go against that level of talent when everybody's double teamed him and coming at him, man, God bless what he's going to do in the Big 12. He has the talent and numbers to, as back to RK was saying, to the fans who think we're too excited. I don't think we're excited enough. What Coach Prime has brought in and signed, man, has really changed this team in just less than a month. What we walked out with right there from Thanksgiving in Utah to what we have now is a completely different team, and he ain't done. Yep. Perfectly said. And by the way, six like that 6-3, he looks every bit of that. Yeah. I think we might need a remeasurement on that. He looks, he plays 6-4 at mm -hmm. least. I mean, he's literally just a more filled out Zay. Yep. What he is. I get a little hey, bit of a let, me you, let me give you this shout out, Jake, that people are sleep on out there. Because uh, you talked about it, RK, that this guy looks like everything where Shadur likes to throw to. Shout out to Shadur, legendary grown Sanders, and the job that he does helping this recruitment department sign these guys. He is the ambassador for this team. He talks to them when they're on their visits. He interacts with them. He tells them what his goals are. He listens to what their goals are, makes them comfortable about the decision. He is one of the best recruiters that we have, and he's relentless at it. And nobody recruits for your program better than guys in your program. And the best guy in our program, we got two of them, Travis and Shadur, and they are relentless, man. They love the recruitment and helping this team grow. Yeah, I mean, you know, he didn't end up coming here, but I specifically remember being at Pac-12 Media Day and this is, I mean, Shador and Travis have gotten even more famous oh, since yeah. then. But we were talking to Jalen Conyers, and he was like, man, I don't even feel like I can go up and talk to those guys. Like, they're so much more famous than me. Like, <laughs> they're like kind of like icons of the sport. Yeah. Uh, and so in the same way, you know, when the Broncos have Peyton Manning, like you're bringing him to your free agency uh, recruiting m meetings because mm -hmm. you want Peyton Manning telling Emmanuel Sanders, like, man, if we had you in here, we can set records, you right. know, and, you know, or Wes Welker. I mean, like those guys are like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And they're hearing it from someone that they look up to that they, you know, uh, really appreciate. So, you know, you have a Will Shepard come in here and like, you know, he saw Shador throwing up the watch and all that stuff this year. Like, yep. and then you, you bring in two to go talk to them and, and preach the vision and kind of explain, Hey, this is why I want you. Like, I want you specifically. You are my guy. Mm -hmm. That hits so much different than just a coach telling you. Right. That. Yeah. And also, man, he he's able, because it's one of the things that the haters are trying to put out there on us. Let's just put it out there, man. He's able to tell to guys as he's sitting around at the restaurant with them or going bowling with them, hey, man, when I leave, my dad is staying. Like, so if you got a couple of years left and you want to come here, don't think it's a one and done thing and you're going to be left in the lurch. Like, I'm telling you, I can tell you that father to son wise, he has no intent of leaving just because I'm done. I know that you guys are hearing it a lot because that's all the other coaches are putting out their onus. It's like, hey, don't go play for that guy because he's going to leave after this. And it could be the, it's the furthest thing from the truth. No evidence supported. And Shadur can speak from a, from a student athlete standpoint, like, no, man, he's here. And that gives that comfort, man. Like the communication he has with these recruits, it, it has immeasurable value on it. And it's working. Yes, it is. Um, this receiving core is stacked now. It's yes. got to be up there among the best in the nation. I, 
I don't know every receiving room in the nation. Right. Um, so I can't say, like, obviously this year, you know, you probably look at Ohio State because they had Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, Mecca Ibuka. Yeah. I mean, some beasts. Mm. Um, LSU had a really good group. Yep. Um, but the Travis Hunter X factor makes this like the sky's the limit for what this where you yep. could rank this if you know if a national outlet is going to rank the wide receiver groups because just put travis hunter in there well i guarantee you and promise you that no one goes up and tracks a football better than him in the country um so he is the ultimate x factor you know he's going to make some plays score touchdowns do all that will shepherd is going to be one of the most prolific prolific wide receivers going into next season mm-hmm. of anyone in the country um, Jimmy Horn, blazing speed. You're bringing in multiple freshmen who, who, uh, you know, at, at least one of them is going to have an immediate guys impact. like Omaria Miller, who had a breakout <laughs> game last Caleb yes. Mathis was coming on strong yeah. at the end of last year. I mean, you can make a case, uh, again, I'm not going to stand here and put a big hot take stamp on it and say they're the best group in the country. Cause I just don't know every group in the country, mm-hmm. but I know that there's not a lot of groups, uh, that possess the different unique talents that they have at that level. I loved it, RK. I, I, I love the way you affirmed it and admit, like, I'm not saying I know everything because you're <laughs> spot on, man. We don't even know the, the complete rosters for the Big 12. But as you're saying, from a production standpoint, talent standpoint, there's no way this group, this unit, this wide receiver room is not in the top five in the country. I mean, how the hell can you have 10 other schools with a better three or four receivers combined in this? Like, it is teed up for success. We just got to get in that strength and conditioning program with Mo Sims, uh, get out there for spring ball leading to the spring game, man, come back for that August camp with these guys bigger, stronger, and faster than what they were getting in other places because our strength and conditioning program is, is that much better than other places. They're only going to get better and stronger. So I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it, man. I think that that room is teed up for uh, much success, and I got to go back to it. We got faster guys now that really not going to lead need all that time to get open, but now you're going to have time to get open because we got protection. Man. We got protection now. It could be, it could be a movie. I mean, look, Washington <laughs> had one of the best receiving cores in the nation this year. Yep, they with, were really good with a veteran quarterback who's just been there and done that. And this is shaping up to me like a similar situation. So they have um, they Romo Dunze, Romo Dunze, Jalen McMillan, and Polk. Uh, Polk. Yep, that's nasty. Yeah. They're they're nasty, and they're in the college football playoff yeah. for a reason. Um, and uh, yeah, well, honest, you know, what were you saying? I said, well said, Jake. That was a good take. Like that's that's what you get when you have those kind of guys in the same room. No. A lot of people want us to bring up to uh, Tarvarish Dawson. Uh, oh sure. I mean, he yeah. when he was out there, he was making plays. Yeah. There's two. There's a I, lot of them. You know, and, and, and I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen because we saw it happen this past fall when we had talent in particular groups. Like you remember how deep the running back room was, the receiver room was, or the cornerback room was, and three or four games in, somebody's like, what happened to such and so? Why don't they play anymore? When you have that kind of depth, like you don't know who's going to get hot that we could practice or that particular game. And so you're going to experience some guys week to week getting lost in the shuffle because you have that much talent. Let me tell you to this and all the guys watching on, on both platforms, guys and ladies out there watching both platforms, I'm not saying Travis Hunter is going to play less on defense or less on offense. I am saying, though, with what we have brought in on offense and what we're bringing in this weekend and early next week on defense, Travis Hunter will have the option 
of not having to play so many plays, which only makes his production better as well because he ain't got to do it all because you've got other people out there with him now. Great point. I mean, Terrell Timmons, another one. Yeah, of course. Um, and they've got two wide receivers coming in this weekend that we're going to talk about in the next segment. Man, <laughs> it's, it's going to be stacked up in there. <laughs> um, oh, I love it! <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> we, we got two more commitments to talk about, though, uh, and they're twins. Yeah. They, uh, they came and visited last weekend, Keaton and Destin Wade. Keaton Wade is a linebacker. I think he plays edge, actually. He was a 2022 four-star recruit that went to Kentucky. Uh, Destin was also a four-star recruit. Um, he was an athlete. He played quarterback at Kentucky. He played one game, I think, uh, last season against Iowa. Not going to lie. wasn't very good, but Destin Wade um, has played a few games uh, and started some in the last two years. Two and a half sacks, three TFLs, 60 tackles. 35 tackles, sorry. Well, um, I love that they got uh, two guys who are brothers to come in. I think it's mm -hmm. a cool kind of um, dynamic to bring into the locker room. Uh, as I tweeted out, it's family business now. Um, and, okay. uh, and obviously, Coach Prime is all about a family atmosphere. Uh, and so I think that's really cool. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they want to do with the quarterback. Um, because obviously coach prime has been clear that they want a veteran quarterback. Um, they've also offered the quarterback from Vanderbilt. Yep. Um, but though, is it Destin or Keaton? Who was the quarterback? Destin. Destin, um, was, came out as an athlete, uh, when he went into college and there's been some talk. I know there was some talk at Kentucky, Kentucky. I'm getting my Southern schools all mad. I was like, he didn't play at Vanderbilt. Uh, there was some talk at Kentucky about potentially moving him to tight end. Mm -hmm. uh, so that could potentially be an option. But um, I think it's cool. I think I I'm excited for these guys. Yeah, you know, a lot could happen there because here's what we do know. We do know we have a QB1, and that's Shadour Sanders. And we do hope that we can get into some game situations that he does not have to play late in the fourth quarter or maybe the fourth quarter at all. And you do hope that you can go in with a backup QB uh, that doesn't relinquish the lead, that can hold on to it or even add to it. Uh, so a, another quarterback in that room would be helpful. Uh, and it's also very important uh, for practice and scout team and getting, and getting ready for the week's opponent. So uh, you want to look for a veteran guy, you know, and man, it'll be great if you got a younger guy too who can stay here the year after Shadour's gone. Uh, but I, I think the quarterback room is something you always want to add to because you need that development in the room, but you also need that guy who can step in at a moment's notice, not because, God forbid, an injury happened. Even when you're up in the game and you want to pull somebody out, you know, there's sometimes, man, math-wise, you're up 14, 17 points, and you want to pull your starting quarterback because it's midway, late fourth quarter. But sometimes you can't because it's such a drop-off in the back of quarterback, they may give away the lead. Uh, and I think giving Shadour some that kind of rest and flexibility in the room and giving the team that kind of preparation with a quality backup quarterback that gets the defense ready, because that QB2 is who's going against defense one in practice. Iron sharpens iron, man. You know, I would love to see another quarterback come in here. Well, and great uh, insight from the chat who said that uh, Destin is working with uh, Select QB. Uh, well, that's, all, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> well, look, yeah. and Destin was Mr. Football his last two years of high school in Tennessee. 
He was listed by all uh, four recruiting services in the top 20 nationally as an athlete. On last year's roster, he's listed at 6'3", 223. Like, you can find something. If he's not in at quarterback, you can find something where this guy can fit in. I mean, I'm convinced the best short yardage running play ever is QB draw. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe you can bring him in for some short yardage situations too. Like, kind of like... um, Use him in a what's the guy from BYU who plays for Taysom the Saints? Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Use him in a Taysom Hill role. Yeah. And I know even saying that feels wrong to me because taking Shador off the field does not seem I like know. the right thing to do. But it, it is not. But you but you're talking right when it's a physical play when you can put in another guy to get to get pounded. Pause. Then you then you do it. Uh, RK, I got to tell you something, bro. You've given us dime time. Uh, you've given us, what was the family one you just gave? Family business. Fam- family business. If we bring in this physical backup quarterback that kind of is doing that brotherly love stuff, you got to come up with like some kind of bison buffalo reference for that QB keeper, man. All right. I- I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> I love it. All right. I'm going to start using that, though. I want to tell, pe- tell people uh, who are getting nosy on Twitter to stay out of family business. <laughs> And let me give a shout-out while Jake takes us to that next little segment. Shout-out to RK for not flying off the handle and going down to the courthouse and getting TROs for everybody has been out there trying to steal dime time from him. He is really <laughs> taking the high road. I don't know how long I can keep him on the high road, but y'all better stop calling other people dime time. That's his name for Shadur. Stop the hate. Give RK his credit, man. Thank you. Let's go. And uh, it'll be easy next year when Shador's making that Heisman run. Mm -hmm. Everyone will forget about all the other people who are trying to steal it. Uh, And then the last thing I have to say on this is, am I the only person who, whenever I hear about twins and football, I just think of that old... The Coors Light commercial? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I literally saw a commit today and just in my head I heard, and twins. Jake is getting red like tripods. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to our friends at Hestra Job Gloves. Um, we've been telling you guys about them for a while, and right now they are running one of their best deals of the season. They are offering 40% off from now until December Sheesh. 23rd. So if you're looking for a great holiday gift, uh, something for the person who does all the DIY projects in your family, check out our friends at Hestra Job Gloves. They're made extremely well. They're quality. Um, they're also just super warm. So don't mess up your ski gloves. Use Hester Job Gloves to get shit done. Uh, they saved my life in Utah. Shout out to Hester for the gloves that you There you go. Had. Yep. Visit HesterJob.us and use code DMBR40 to get 40% off your next purchase now through December 23rd. And anyone looking to supply their team with high-quality work gloves at a bulk rate can email Josh Jacobson at josh at HesterUSA.com. Also, shout out to our friends at Olipop. Uncle Neely approved <laughs> Olipop. Uh, delicious prebiotic sodas uh, that are great for your digestive system and also delicious. Um, I, maybe I'll try some new ones tonight at the uh, DNVR yeah, Christmas party. Yes, yeah, start mixing them up. Um, <laughs> but the ones that I can put the official RK stamp of approval on are classic root beer and cream soda. Uh, don't hesitate to go try those. They are delicious. What are you putting your stamp on? Um, I'm a big cream soda fan. I just like grape. the grape and the orange one too. So okay. What about you, Unc? Red? No, uh, <laughs> that lemon lime one, man, with the little vodka in it. That's my okay. Choice. There we go. <laughs> I love that. I love that too. Uh, anyways, uh, my vodka probably takes away all the health properties. Of it, <laughs> nah, that helps. It strengthens you. Yeah. <laughs> 
use the code DNVR20 at Olipop for 20% off your next Olipop order. Uh, or you can find it in over 22,000 stores across the country. All right. Uh, let's get to these visitors, man. We have eight of them. Mm. And, man, there are some impressive measurables and stats that come from this group here. Let's go, baby. Defense right. week. Defense week, but we start with another wide receiver. Uh, Coach Prime said he was going to sprinkle in a few offensive dogs. I think Shador today had a tweet said, yeah. we got a few more coming on the offensive side too. So this is Chris Brazell, uh, a former 2022 recruit. Um, he committed to Tulane as a freshman, uh, or he redshirted his first year in 2023, so last season. Played in th all 13 games, 44 receptions, 711 yards, five touchdowns. Wow. This guy is listed at 6'5", 195. Holy. Uh, 247 Sports has him ranked as a four-star transfer rating as well. So very young, uh, very proven already at this rate. He's in the portal. He's coming this weekend. Preston Hodge, we've can talked you, about this Really quick, can you just imagine, though, lining up <laughs> in you know on the 10 yard line with 6'3 Will Shepard on one side and 6'5 Chris Brazell on the other side and then uh Shaman Mateer just in the slot yes. too yes oh man let's We're play some you're, gonna need, you're gonna need a guy two guys at each back pylon with a 38 to stop him yep. yeah <laughs> uh Preston Hodge we've talked about this guy a lot a former JUCO recruit committed to Liberty two years ago I believe and emerged this last season as one of the best defensive backs in the G5 uh, he will be visiting. He's already been offered as well. 48 tackles, uh, three tackles for a loss, uh, one forced fumble, two interceptions, including a pick six, and eight passes defense last season for the Flames. Nice. Very nice. Uh, he actually already posted a picture. He's already there in uniform taking pictures. And Love stuff. it. Uh, Mike, Maybe some like Rod Ward vibes. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think I said that yesterday too, actually. Oh. I didn't um, watch, I swear. <laughs> former <laughs> West Virginia defensive lineman. So here are the big guys on the defensive line. We got four of them. First one is Mike Lockhart, um, listed at 6'3", 308. He was a redshirt junior last season for the Mountaineers. He had 30 or 21 total tackles, nine TFLs, and two and a half sacks, including, I think this is looks like a block kick as well. Um, nice. very, very impactful player, a little undersized for a defensive lineman, but, um, a guy who started at Georgia tech transferred into West Virginia and was very impactful last year. Overlapped with Taj, I'm assuming. And JD at Georgia tech. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So we've got the full, uh, yep. full group of guys that can help out there. Mm -hmm. Um, also I just have to say this, doesn't Mike Lockhart just sound like an interior defensive <laughs> yeah. lineman? Like, gotta watch out for mike lockhart clogging up the middle like i can hear gus johnson saying right he's a beast in there um <laughs> <laughs> next guy uh another big boy we talked about him before chris mcclellan former florida defensive lineman 6'3 320 out of oklahoma was a true sophomore last year Appeared in all 12 games, started one, 23 total tackles, one TFL, half a sack. Um, a young player, got a, a lot to give throughout his college career here, and another big body. Need it. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, Unk, it's no uh, no secret that they are looking for size this week. Yeah, absolutely. Talk with uh, Coach Prime about that, and I said, I said, Coach, you know, that same conversation about the impact this new offensive line was going to have, and we pivoted in the defense conversation. I said, man, if we can get a guy, you know, that, that can get us in the backfield, a sack, a game kind of thing, and he said, nope, that's not where I'm headed. We're stopping the run. I'm, getting, I'm bringing in some guys who can absolutely stop the run. Uh, when you look at the stats last year, take away one or two big run plays, and our defense is right there with Georgia and Alabama's as far as yardage allowed. Uh, we just came, gave up too many big plays, too many big runs at the wrong opportunity. So he is totally focused on two things, and that was one, protecting Shadur, got that done. So I'm looking, Jake, for some of these big boys that you're naming off. You know, right now we're going about 80, 85% that when they meet with Coach Prime, they sign. If they're here on a visit and they sit with him, I like our odds. And you just named some run stoppers, man. Yeah. We got another one, too. You ready for this one? Yeah. Oh, God. Chidozier and Wonquo. That sounded good, bro. Thank you. That's he, you said it with confidence. You didn't pause. Yeah. I agree, RK. I mean, he may be absolutely damn wrong in that pronunciation, <laughs> but it was so confident that I believe it's correct. He had no hesitation. Yeah, man. I, the only thing is you might that that end might be silent. Wonquo? Yeah. Maybe. I don't Chidozier know. Wonquo. I tried. But I I loved it, man. <laughs> Shout out this to guy. Jake. Thank you. Thank you. This guy's a dog. Um, another guy kind of undersized, 5'11", 295. But last season for the Cougars, 25 total tackles, five TFLs, um, one sack, and one blocked kick. He was a three-star recruit in the 2020 class, has played quite a few years there at Houston. But a lot of people said this guy is super impactful. Um, and Houston has had these guys who are kind of undersized on the defensive line who have emerged as legitimate top 10, top 15 NFL draft prospects yep. at Oliver. Yep. And again, uh, stealing from the enemy. Exactly. Uh, in the Big 12 next year, which you love. We're getting a lot of... Uh, added that. Keep stealing from them. I love it, man. Yep, absolutely. I'm getting a lot of corrections, but who knows with the... Uh... I don't have time for this. But There's too many names. I know Buffs fans. Are they, are they correcting in the chat and typing it like phonetically? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Which we can still get it wrong. Like we... <laughs> Buffs fans, I know, are just going to see that name and think of Cheeto Bay Awuzie, mm -hmm. uh, who yeah. obviously is still killing it in the NFL and is a uh, was a great, great buff. Mm -hmm. All right, three guys left. Um, we've talked about this guy quite a bit already. Cordell Russell, uh, former TCU wide receiver. Baby T.O. Baby T.O. He's already there. He tweeted he's already here. Um, he was a 2023 four-star recruit, top 100 player out of Mesquite, Texas. Last season at TCU, listed at 6'4", 210. Um, he only played in three games last year, so he used his red shirt. This is a four-for-four four eligibility player. Sheesh. That And a, and a former four-star, mm -hmm. um, I think, like, top 10 wide receiver in the country or close to it. It says, according to 247 Sport Composite, 18th overall, okay. 247 alone had him 12th. Okay, so pretty close. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, the other quarterback that you already mentioned, the Vanderbilt quarterback, that's Walter Taylor. Last year was a sophomore, played in five games. Listen to this, 6'7", 235. Have you seen him run, too? No, not yet. Oh my God. 
Uh, he's 6'7 and runs like Anthony Hankerson. All right. Need it. <laughs> Just low to the ground. He's running people over. Um, fun to watch. Uh, un- go ahead. Un- I said that's unreal. Yep. He only threw 15 passes last year. Um, he didn't score a touchdown. He ran the ball 30 times, though, scored a touchdown on the ground. He was a 2022 three-star recruit out of Jackson, Alabama. And then finally, the big one, Quincy Wiggins, Mm. former LSU defensive lineman. This guy was the number one overall recruit in the state of Louisiana in the 2022 recruiting class. He was a 247 sports composite four-star, 76th overall player. Um, Again, 6'6", 265 defensive end. Mm Mm-hmm. Defensive end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that LSA. That's that SEC size. Mm-hmm. Wait, really quick. And, and at SEC speed. And, yep. and when you you add him with a Vincent Dancy and, and Dennis Thurman's knowledge and Charles Kelly's knowledge, that guy will play on Sundays coming out of Colorado. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to show highlights on the show, so I just get to show Jake this. But watch, this is the the Vanderbilt. Oh, the Vanderbilt quarterback. So you can he is uh, tall. You can tell the Holy people what cow. you see here. This is against Ole Miss. All right. Can we draw? <laughs> Bang. <laughs> That's amazing. He That's had, like prime Cam Newton. Like He just doesn't like care. Yeah. He, he, he runs a guy over for like seven yards. That's amazing. Um, let's see. Quincy Wiggins, real quick. Last year, um, only played in four games. Only played in five games the season before. So I guess could use a red shirt for this last season. And still have two to three years to give. Man, we need that. I mean, um, love Taj, love JD. Um, you know, the, love Derek McClendon, but you notice when you see guys like that line oh, up this on is the a edge. First off the bus, guy. yeah, exactly. Like when you see guys out there, you're like, oh, that is a squad mm-hmm. they have over there. Yeah, and I've always said that RK, you know, shit chat with you guys at sidebar, maybe even on the show, is that one thing we lacked on our defensive line, as much as I love those guys and what they brought to the team and their effort, we lacked a guy that walked in the room that you just damn scared of him. You know, uh, we, we had some nice guys. We had some gentlemen. You know, we, we had some scholars. Uh, they, now, they were dogs when the game started, but you didn't have that guy that just put that fear factor in you. Like you're saying, that first guy off the bus that makes everybody get back on the bus. The kind of guy that's just his presence, you don't even want him on the show because you don't want to ask him a damn thing. (laughs) When we can get some guys like that on that decent for front, we're going to make an impact on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Amen. Uh, Now that they have this momentum, I feel like every player is going to commit. And I'm just curious if you know, like, in general, how many guys they were looking to add this offseason. Uh, not, not in general a number. I do know that nothing has changed as far as, you know, Coach Prime uh, always wanting to not exhaust every scholarship. Uh, then you also have to keep in mind that some of these guys, should they not stick somewhere, you know, if it hasn't really panned out yet, you could be, you know, eating a scholarship to some degree uh, as it relates to transfers that were on scholarship. So I don't know if there's a number, but I do know there was a need factor. And uh, he wanted to, to clean up and strengthen the defensive line. He also wanted to li- uh, add a linebacker as well and some help back there at safety uh, so that you could have a, a core secondary 
that did not, as I said earlier, rely on Travis having to play both ways all the time. And so I like the kid that's a safety. Uh, I like what you're doing at defensive line, and I'm still going to fall back on, man. Best indicator of future performance, past performance. When Coach Prime meets with mom and dad and the player in that, in that recruitment lounge right outside his office, we're running about an 80, 85% clip on signing them. So what did you read off there, Jake? About 10 names? Uh, those was eight names. Actually, you just reminded me, just with Will Shepard and the two twins committing, I think it's eight or nine of the 10 visitors from last week and have committed. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, and, and that, that I was, that's what I was going to say. That 85% has creeped up into the 90s now. We're getting about nine out of 10 to come visit with us. Uh, so if they're visiting, there's somebody we want and they serve a purpose. I like our odds with this group this weekend. As you said, RK, that momentum is there. That need is there on defense. Going to a Big 12, you know we're going to have games on TV. I mean, oh. so you're going to be seen. Uh, the production on offense is going to be high. Why not be that guy on defense that holds those other teams below the average as well? So I like what we got there, and I think we're going to get about 70 to 85% of those guys to commit between this weekend and, say, Tuesday of next week. Unbelievable. Also, didn't um, one of LSU's best linebackers just enter the portal? Uh, one of Georgia's One did. of Georgia's. Okay, yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. So, yeah, last weekend um, we had 10 names – that were reported, um, the center, what's his name, the UConn kid, he, uh, Walker, Walker. Yukiri Walker, he apparently visited too. He wasn't reported, yep. but he said he was there. So at least 11 guys, 10 of them committed. <sighs> the only one who hasn't yet is Robert Unige. And we don't even, uh, yeah. He hasn't really been talking like he's going to be coming, though, on Twitter at least. Yep. But hey, he also, hey, Jay, what's up? Jay, brother to brother, I just want to tell you, I appreciate that, man. Because so many times I see people in the chat in the comments and they say Neely's just making up shit. And as you can see from the map, <laughs> I actually understated it. I That's ninety percent over ninety percent. Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. What coach in America is getting ninety percent signage rate from his visits, man? I mean, it's again, I, I told Jake last week, I said, people are getting too used to this too quick. Like they think this stuff is normal. Yep. Um <laughs> There, there's a world that we are coming from not long ago that if you had a big recruiting visit and came away with one guy, people were excited and happy and and fulfilled, yep. especially a four-star. Like, mm -hmm. if CU had a recruiting weekend, they brought in 11 guys, and 10 of them did not commit, but one of them didn't was a four-star, people would have been doing backflips. Yep. So don't get, don't get used – like, I don't mean don't get used to it. Like, it's not going to keep happening. Don't let it become normal to you that, that you start taking this stuff for granted. This yep. is crazy. This is It's amazing. Yeah, and people are always on my ass, man, about Paul's, but they're always on my ass about, man, why Coach Prime doesn't go to fly to the houses and sit on couches? And I'm telling you guys, the, the, the folks want to come here. They see the pictures of Boulder. They see what's taking place on YouTube, what's taking place on shows like this. They want to visit Boulder. They don't want them to come you know, to their hometown and sit on the couch. They want to come to him. They want to see Folsom Field with the Flatirons back there. They want to get some of Chef Solomon's food, the things that they see that we promote. And when they get there, man, you add in those numbers Jake just mentioned, now you're above 90% in committing when they visit. Unbelievable. Yep. So buckle up. We'll see what happens this weekend. Yeah. I guess. So how many are how many officially are that we know of yet? Officially eight. Okay. Or published names, eight. So like 7.5 of them will be buffs. Yeah. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Um, who knows? We could have a uh, mystery visitors committing again too. Yeah, we didn't know Yakiri Walker was there, and he was the first one to commit. Yep. All right. Uh, shout out to our friends at Snarfs. Uh, do you miss Snarfs at all, Neely? Hey man, you know, have y'all seen that picture, that meme of Wolverine laying in the bed looking <laughs> at Jeep? I got a picture of Snarfs, man. I just left it. Like, <laughs> hey, I got to get bolder, man. I, I miss it. Which one? There's two there on the bottom of the screen. Which one of those is on your picture? <laughs> um, but Snarfs is amazing. Um, I'm a big fan of the pastrami sandwich. Unk's a big fan of the hot dog sandwich. Uh, <laughs> make sure you also check out Snarf Burgers as well. As Unk said, they're in Boulder. They've got 26 locations uh, in the Denver area. So check out our friends at Snarfs. I'm telling y'all, get the hot dog sub. It sounds like punishment. It sounds like hazing. But your first bite, you're going to be like, man, this is what I wanted. This is what I need. Yep. And then uh, Circa Sportsbook. Ah, yes. Shout out to Circa. Or Circa Resort and Sportsbook. Ooh, um, I love both. Uh, But if you are uh, heading out to Vegas for Broncos Raiders with us, you can use the code DNVR to get 20% off your stay. Um, I am so excited for this, especially because it's looking like that game is going to have meaning. Um, oh yeah! If you you could go listen to our reads about this, which we've been doing all season, when they were one and five, it didn't sound quite as exciting as it does now. But yep. the Broncos going into Allegiant Stadium, so we're gonna go out there to Circa. Um, I'm gonna try to play golf on Saturday. In Las Let's Vegas, go! Oh, so yeah. I'm kind of excited about that. Um, but Circa is an unreal place. Uh, for me, it's the best of both worlds because you're getting the quality of a hotel that you would get when you stay on the Strip. But also the more laid back, more um, loot, you know, just uh, you know, a more easygoing side yeah. of Las Vegas as you get on Fremont. Um, so I, I think it's fun. Obviously, obviously, cheaper tables, cheaper slots as well uh, on that side of town. Um, so gotta go check out Circa. Use the code DNVR twenty when you book for twenty percent off. You know, RK. Let me give you some flowers again, brother. I have heard you talk about this event you know all season and when you first used to talk about it it seemed like it was so damn far away yeah and now it's here and when you look at what the broncos were doing and you look at what say the chiefs were doing it was like okay not only is it a long way away what are, what are we excited for but yeah. man you have a guy line up off sides at wide receiver because if you got it in middle school you're supposed to check in with the rep so he can tell you to scoop back and then the raiders went that's going to be a game, brother. Like, I don't care. If you're just a football fan, you don't have to be a fan. you got to take up on this deal. Check out the casino, the big screens they got on the pool. That's going to be a game, man. It means something now. It's going to be fun. Let's go. Also, just if even if you didn't want to go to the game, just going out to Circa for the last week of the NFL season, watching all like, oh, the, yes. the divisions the sports get book. decided. Yeah. And, or at, Circa, uh, at Stadium Swim. Yeah, sure. Stadium Swim for a football Sunday would be incredible. Can't wait. The only thing I need is that that uh, hot dog from Snarf, man. <laughs> I do a belly flop in the pool with my you're, hot dog. You're in oh. Vegas at that point. You can find a replicant hot dog sandwich somewhere, I'm sure. It won't hit the same. Oh. Yeah, it won't hot hit dog. the same. <laughs> Speaking of, have you had your uh, – how many times have you had your favorite burger? Stamp? Stamp? I have not, I have not had it yet because you got you to gotta ease into it. I am going Monday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Neely's like driving by, just like smelling it. Like, not yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not yet. Oh, I texted him the other day I was in town. You know, hey, when I walk in there, it's like Norm walking in Cheers. Like, they know me. Can't <laughs> wait. 
All right, uh, let's get to some more questions. Smash the thumbs up button if you're here on YouTube or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd appreciate your five-star review as well. And subscribe to the pregame channel also. Hey, speaking of, look right there over my oh, shoulder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. What a flex. Thanks, thanks to the audience out there, man. We're above 100,000, above 101,000 now. And uh, we got something special coming from Coach Prime. We'll reach 121. So let's make that happen. But shout out to all of Buff Nation, Jackson State Nation, for making that possible. That wouldn't be there without the support of the viewers, man. Can you bring that back when you when you come? I just wanna I wanna hold one, see what it feels like. <laughs> I absolutely will. All right. We'll have yeah. one and of our own soon enough. We were talking about the plaque. Chat's uh, having a day right now. Uh, DJ Flame with the super chat says, "Enlighten me on why Boot Carter would be such a good get for us. I don't get time to study recruiting tape. Also, can we get Jimmy on the show? Um, do you like dynamic athletes with the ball in their hands that score touchdowns? That's why he'd be a good get for yeah. us." Someone in the chat though said he's like practicing with Tennessee before their bowl game next week or something. I don't Doesn't know, seem dude. legal. Um, but I don't think it is. I think if you're practicing and playing, it you, you can't be you can't do both. I mean, you would have to be enrolled in school. Mm-hmm. You, I would think, doesn't seem possible to at least January. Mm-hmm. Eh, who knows? I I'm trying to uh, wean myself off of the Boo Carter excitement because <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen. But he is unbelievable with the ball in his hands. By the way, this is a random side thought, but have you guys seen the Barry Sanders documentary yet? No. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, my God. First of all. You're not talking about, like, the football life one, right? No, it's it's on uh, Prime Video. Oh, really? They're they're our friends. Um, And (laughs) uh, they – it's called Bye Bye Barry, uh, and it's mostly about, like, why he retired. But first of all, I'll put Barry Sanders' highlights up against any athlete in any sport ever. Oh, yeah. uh, In terms of best highlights. The other thing I was thinking when I was watching him is how has there never been a person like this ever again? Like you can't think of a player who moves like that. I mean, Darren Sproles kind of nope. not, not like at that top level though, yep. but like, and like the jukes and the hezies and every, I mean, his bag was endless. <laughs> it was. And no one else has ever been like that. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Like in all facets of sports, we're seeing new stuff all the time, right? Like, more athletic guys who can dunk jump higher all this stuff and somehow there just hasn't been a shifty player like barry sanders yep. there's never been a guy that shifty ever again um he is kind of a goat for me do you remember backyard football of course so the first backyard football had john elway and barry sanders and jerry rice and all those guys in there barry sanders was a cheat code in that game oh yeah yep i'll have to watch that though by the way did you know that the lions have never won a playoff game in our lifetime that's insane. Yep. Very insane. Wild. Uh, Big Teasy, are we going to address the special teams that lacked the whole season and seemed it never improves? Uh, same coach or new? Uh, coach Riley's still on the staff, right? Uh, he is, but I, I'll tell you this. There, there's going to be, as we go forward, some more coaching realignments. Uh, I think because you look at Vincent Dancy now being – a position coach. He's going to be more involved, you know, in special teams. And when you look at the the talent of special teams, if you're talking about that regard, we are upgrading special teams because look at who we're signing. You yeah. know, some of these 
we're talking about at tight end and receiver and running back and linebacker and safety. They're going to also be special team guys. When you upgrade your athletic pool, you thereby upgrade your special teams unit. Yeah, well, it's true. Well said. Uh, Super chat from B Moore said. Also, good- Jake, how could you miss the huge news today that Trent Carrizosa entered the transfer portal? Ah, uh, yes, another walk on <laughs> entering the portal. Where's uh, Hayes Fawcett at when we need him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if we could have got, if we could have got a backup punter <laughs> entered the portal graphic from Hayes Fawcett, I actually would respect it. <laughs> this is why we need a grass sink account, bro, for situations like you this. You keep talking about it. Why don't you just do it? I, I need Alyssa to teach me Photoshop. That's, I've been asking. <laughs> no one wants that more than Alyssa. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Uh, B Moore says, "Good to see uh, Neely back on the show. Uh, hey, man. It's been awesome to have him back, man. Can't wait till you're back here uh, in person." Oh you yeah, this I'm one? in January around the corner, man. I, I will, I will oh. be there for about two weeks in January, so we'll do these from the studio. Yes, sir. Hell yeah, I'm definitely reading this one. Throw it up <laughs> for Michael. Not one to disrespect, but give Cornell a shout out with a middle finger. Takes a B to know a B, and number two ain't it. <laughs> I can't wait to show you the replay of how you just said Kim Norvell. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you said Cormel. Kim yeah. Norvell. No, you literally just no, said no, Cormel. Look, let me tell you how right he is. I didn't know who the hell you were talking about when you first read it. Kim Norvell. That's what I said. Oh, I can't no, wait for you to see this. It's going to be you so took- funny. You took Kim Norville and married it with Carmine McLean <laughs> and made it. And also like um, Hormel <laughs> and Cornell. You guys yeah, are like- insane. <laughs> David asked, I didn't see any complete practices, but what's the story with Staub? Uh, what's the story with Staub? <laughs> He's not in the portal. That's the story. All right. Uh, and also, I'll say this. He improved tremendously from that Nebraska game to yeah I still like kind of feels like it was a fever dream watching him sling it around against I know I know dude was balling uh Elfredi's back they say will you be live broadcasting next week like last year when the players send in their letter um were we live for signing day we were not uh but we're gonna do something cool for signing day okay there you go Tackle and travel with the super chat says, don't sleep on young returning wide receivers, deep room. Oh, that's a point I made to make. There's so many like three-star wide receivers from last year. Mm-hmm. Jacob Page, like Assad Wasim, like all those guys. If one of those guys breaks out too, it's, I mean, my God. Yep. Assad Wasim was out there against Utah, right? I think so. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was. Uh, what's up, Big TZ? He asks, question for you, Unc. Says, Neely, how is the progress going of bringing in the Divine Nine to see you? Maybe you can only speak on the Kappas. Uh, you know, I can, I can speak on everybody. There's there's uh, progress. There's progress. Love that. Uh, it's going to take patience because we got to get the population up. But there's progress, my friend. By the way, some people have thrown out some names uh, to potentially be like the next Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think any of them are close. Like someone said, Reggie Bush, maybe in college. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. College, college Bush was phenomenal, but it didn't translate. Yep. There is no other. And then I honestly think I think it was either Reggie or Big TZ who said closest thing we have is Lamar Jackson. That that actually might be the best answer in, in terms, terms of, of the like, way he moves. Well, in the bag of moves he yeah, has too. Yeah. yeah, but still not Barry Sanders. But I kind of like that as a, a closest one we have. Yeah. Um, 
All right, Anka. We can skip this one. We already did this. Okay, that's fair. Amari um, Ward is not coming. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I had a dollar for every time I've gotten that in December. <laughs> I have I, a I lot just... of snarf hot dogs. <laughs> well, and, and I, as I said last time, like I don't want to do, I, I don't want to relitigate this a bunch of times. Like, let's just get it out there. And um, more than anything, I, I just don't want people to be like piling on the kid. Yep. Absolutely, man. Um, and I, I'll say this, and now it's going to be like we actually answered it, but yep. <laughs> we have to always remember these are kids. These are someone's sister, brother, someone's child. And people go through issues that cause them to do things. And that's not the time to attack them, man. That's the time to extend out an olive branch and help them up. You know, I don't know what goes through anybody's mind. Uh, you know, they want to claim some falsehood or something, but it's clearly a person that needs a help, not a, not a butt kicking. So shout out to him wherever he is. Uh, Andres with the super chat. How many of the high school commits and transfer portal guys will be here in January? Freshmen that are going to play a lot. Uh, example, Seton can use it as redshirt season, in my opinion. I mean, I think they want as many of these guys to show up in January for early enrollment as possible. Um, with the transfer guys, it's always we don't really understand the situations uh, that the guys are going through, if they have to graduate or if they're just going to show up later in the season. So uh, we just wait and find out who's there, basically. Most portal guys that will be here and will be here in the spring. Yes. Um, well said. Thank you. Uh, Byron with the super chat. Chris Brazell is a beast. Just watch some film. I don't know. Guys, six foot five run that fast. A little Tim Patrick to him. Yeah. Need it. All right, two more. IV4 says, so who is officially committed so far? At the list? Uh, go to the DMVR.com and pull up the Prime Tracker. Prime Tracker has the answer to all of your... Huh? Oh, the, oh, yeah. The website's down until Monday, just so you guys know, too. Snazzy new website coming. Um, Go to at Jake DMVR on Twitter and scroll through my timeline. That'll let you know. And follow while you're there. <laughs> Jake, you, you guys are doing a great job with that Prime Tracker, man. Thank you, sir. It is in order, succinct. It's not full of BS like some other trackers. So if folks out there want to really know what's happening, use the DMVR uh, Prime Tracker, man, because some folks are just claiming any any and everything. I try to you know, help some other media outlets in my role with Coach Prime and let them know, look, stop trying to be first and be right. Right will get you further than being first will when you're wrong. And DMVR's website does it the right way, man. You guys, if it's out there, it happened or it is going to happen. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Can't wait to show you guys the uh, the new look on Monday. Yep. Uh, Coach Kev with the final super chat says, "Can we get some off season conditioning in the mountains above Boulder? Uh, G Mountain team run. CU teams have done it for years. What is G Mountain? I don't know. Oh, I just didn't know if that was the name of a mountain in Boulder or something. Uh, not that I, I mean, it might be short for a mountain in Boulder, but um, not <laughs> doesn't specifically stand out to me. Um, but I, I mean." They could also go like I with the with the coach prime connections. Um, they might be able to get like a week down at the Olympic training facility in yep. the springs. I mean, the you know the possibilities are endless. So what the uh, hell is DT two? Why are you so angry? Oh, well, I don't under what is going on. <laughs> what the hell? That's the Jake I miss. That's my angry Jake. Where's he been? Well, the whole chat is saying it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> So he took it as a personal attack or something. <laughs> um, I get shit done. Okay, guys. So 
What does DT2 mean? Don't touch, Don't touch two. two. Okay, that's that actually makes sense. sick. Oh, yeah. That's uh, Khalil. Khalil uh, uh, says that. Yeah. I love I didn't that. Get, I can't see the screen, but yeah, don't touch two. That's that's the motto. <laughs> you, are you going to calm down a little now, Jake? I just didn't know what it was. Jake smash! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Is that it? I think that's a great place for us to wrap up. All right. What does that mean? (laughs) All right, Unc. It's been great to have you, man. Uh, We miss you. We appreciate your insights and hopping on this show today. Um, Maybe we do it again next week. Let's do it again next week, and maybe we have uh, Kim Cormill on. (laughs) (laughs) Unreal. Unreal. See you, Unc. Miss you, bro. Skull bus.